I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to a haunted park date for Halloween. Dare you enter the park after dark? What are you afraid of? What am I afraid of? Getting my heart broken? Dying alone? No. Are you afraid of what you'll find in the park? Homeless people? Crack addicts? Doggers? Things that go bump in the night? Oh no, I'm not afraid of them. Well, join us on this journey as we take a Halloween special trip through a very haunted city with David Baldwin. David is a comedy writer, filmmaker, film programmer and journalist. So do look out for some ghoulish gags. And remember, we recorded this in July. So the whole Halloween thing is very, very tenuous. David Baldwin clearing his throat. There. David, do your vocal exercises again. <laughs> well, this was from Anchorman, so I mean, I already sound, you know, uh, like I've just stolen something. But uh, well, that's all we're going to do in this podcast. <laughs> uh, I think it's something like this skeleton had a shampoo in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's that's do a vocal warm. Why? <laughs> it's good. This skeleton had a shampoo in the shower. <laughs> Those are the vocal exercises that you should be doing yes. uh, before you record anything. So where are we, Chris? <clears throat> well, David, we find ourselves in the King Kong Park. Welcome to King Kong Park in Birmingham. We are... Well, so why don't you describe what we're looking at? Would you say park is slightly overselling it? <laughs> <laughs> we can see some planters... Are they called planters? Those, like, wooden things? Yeah. With, with plants in, uh, there is some astroturf, and right in the middle, we're in an industrial area, jewellery quarter, right in the middle is this statue which shows uh, King Kong, a large gorilla. Um, That's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. The, uh, the curious thing about this park is it is basically a road. Because it's a road by a bus stop. I mean, when I when I say this, there is yeah. a bus stop. Actually, I hadn't even noticed in the park. I haven't even noticed that there is a bus stop in the park, which is quite unique for a park to have a bus stop literally in the middle of a park, and no buses it, will be coming. If you're if you want to get the fifty two, you're going to be waiting here for quite some time. You will be. I think about four months <laughs> until the next bus arrives. What have they done with that bus route? Have they diverted it? They must have. There's been a lot of diversions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, this road has effectively been turned into an astroturf um, debacle. <laughs> uh, um, and obviously in the debacle? background... Debacle? You're very good. That should be the name of your podcast. Debacle. <laughs> um, when the bad reviews start coming in, I'll change the name. Um, so, 
and in the background you can hear obviously the Commonwealth Games going on yes. uh, timely on the side of a van uh, to give it some atmosphere mm-hmm. um, what sport has been there's some kind of cross-country swimming I think um, cross-country swimming what, where live? are they doing that well I think it's in Sutton Park that is kind it? of thing isn't it oh. possibly um, cross, cross-country swimming makes me think that you're not in the water but you're you're kind of swimming but across across, across land. What, are they sort of floating? No, you, you, you're kind of on land, but you're doing right. swimming, as, doing like a swimming motion. Right. <laughs> kind of crawling. I think you've really misunderstood the concept of cross-country <laughs> swimming there. Um, but no, I mean, it, I, I suspect we've come at the wrong time. It's very early in the morning. Perhaps there'll be a bit more of an atmosphere later on. Should we come later and hang out with hipsters? I know you're... Uh, I do love a hipster. Very um, hip person, aren't you? Well, you can see they're setting up some hipster beer um, dispensers. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there a local Birmingham craft brew now? Yeah, there'll craft be something. Brewery. So there'll be some Peaky Blinders types turning up later mm-hmm. um, to cause a bit of bother, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think... Oh. Well, it sounds like they've arrived. <laughs> some local characters. What are they doing with their cars? I mean, I thought they were... They're basically jump-starting the car. I think right. they work here. But. Is it stolen? Um, <laughs> that's a very... <laughs> I mean, you're making an assumption there. It might be close to the truth, but it's still an assumption. <laughs> so, the King Kong... For... Well, well, obviously, last night. It, it all ties in what we did last night, didn't it? Well, let's talk... Yeah, let's talk about what we did. Let's walk to the front of him so we can see yeah. his face. And uh, move away from the the backside. We'll move away from the, whatever crime has been committed. And uh, yeah, uh, last night um, King Kong figured largely, didn't he? It did. We did a screening of the film King Rocker mm-hmm. at the Midlands Arts Centre with Stuart Lee and Michael Cumming, and they they came here yesterday, I believe. Just and, those two. No, um, no, one, no one else. Yeah, and I, I think they came away similarly <laughs> underwhelmed. Uh, but I mean, I mean, the actual statue is great. Yeah. I just feel like the park bit is a little bit yeah. uh, disappointing. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's um, yeah. There's they they they've definitely uh, they've definitely um, got a lot of astroturf. There's some real plants, but uh, there but yeah, is. it's it, it, it's strange. So <clears throat> for people that don't know, the King Kong statue uh, was installed in uh, 1972 in St Martin's Circus by the Bull Ring by the sculptor Nick Munro and uh, it sat there for a while there's some great footage uh, which we should show at Square Eyes of uh, a builder strike I don't know if you've seen this no. I, think they, I don't know if they used this in King Rocker there was a builder strike and uh, a builder put a ladder up to the top of King Kong and sat on his shoulder right. dur- during the strike protesting and um there's an episode of ATV Today where the journalist is yelling questions <laughs> from where we're standing at the bottom at the builder. The builder's explaining why they're on strike. So it had become a local landmark, and then, yeah, it's, then it ended up on this journey around the country. And this of, is now the sort of... Yeah. Not the original, it's a, a variation. It's, a, it's, yeah, a copy. I mean, it looks a lot like... I never saw, I never saw the original... You and I are old, but not obviously not that old. Do you feel like you've been transported back to that time? Um, Do you feel the history, the weight of history on your shoulders right now? No. Or is that just me <laughs> yeah, that's pushing just, on you? Pushing down. No, that's just life. <laughs> pushing, pushing down on me. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it, I, I mean, it does have that 70s aesthetic going, which I love. Have you, ever, have you ever had that where somebody comes up to you and they just come from behind you and grab you by the shoulders <laughs> like that? It's really weird. Does I've, that happen to you a lot? I, I bet you lot. do it. Do you do it to people? A couple of times it's happened to me and I don't like it. it right. Feels, I feel like they're invading my personal space. It felt space. quite... They were just massaging my shoulders. It felt quite nice. Yeah, not when you're not expecting it. I think that's the key. I mean, I've been sat down and someone's just come behind and sort of massaged. Really? Yeah, Is that a yeah. thing? A couple of people have done that and it's. Yeah. I'm not keen on it. I think it's quite. I think I'm quite a touchy person. I, I didn't like in COVID. I think it's quite nice to do a little hug, maybe. And um, it's that's the first time you know doing a podcast has been a touching. Really, it's quite it's quite nice. Quite enjoyable. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm very anti-touching in many ways. So right. For me, it's it's quite awkward. Right. 
I feel even me doing it is awkward. Really? Yeah, I feel. I mean, it's just human. It is to human, touch, which is why I. You, you, I'm you, not your your wife asked for a cuddle. You're just like, no, no. <laughs> go, go away, darling. My wife <laughs> no has, cuddles today. My wife has similar uh, attitudes towards touching as me, so we stay well away from each other. Your children will grow up like Prince Charles if you don't cuddle them. It's very, <laughs> like in the Crown, he goes, "Mummy," and he goes for a cuddle, and the Queen just walks past him because there's no cuddling. Do you feel that the Crown is uh, accurate in this portrayal of the royal family? Isn't it a documentary? Uh, I'm not, <laughs> quite, not so sure. Not so sure. Uh, um, sorry, I've got off topic. Yeah, well, that's I mean, that, that always happens with us, but that's I think that's part of the... Uh, part of the pleasure of it part of the appeal of this podcast right exactly exactly but uh, what, hold on so you, you could be sat in Birmingham and someone comes up to you and just starts massaging your this is more at work someone who's done to me at work what not when we work together no 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 um, some, your proper work some, yeah, I mean, you're a proper job now yeah well right. I mean, it's, it's, it's well it's you know, you, there's an uh, HR department put it that way it's, right. it's, right. it's proper in that sense Right. We were talking about disciplinary issues last night, which we're not we going to. Were. We're definitely not going to talk about now for legal reasons. No, absolutely not. Um, well, when you said work, I wondered if it was um, maybe Joe came up to you and uh, mm. Massa. Do you remember him? I do remember Joe. I wonder what's happened to him. Joe, you... he was a, a Birmingham stalwart, wasn't he? Yeah. At the Post and Mail building. We used to. We used to, yeah, work with this guy called Joe. I can't. What was his job? I don't even remember what his job I, was. I have no clue what his job was. I don't know what his job was. I don't think he knew what his job was. But um, <clears throat> again, probably shouldn't mention this. But all the free CDs that we got sent, we sold, <laughs> sold to him, which I don't think is allowed. Well, I mean, but harmless. Then it's a, it was a har- harmless fun, exactly. Yes. We'd sell sell all these free CDs and DVDs to him, yeah. and then. He would. I don't know what he'd do with them. I don't know if he'd take them away and flog them. Definitely or... flog them. Do you think so? He didn't yeah. just keep them all. No, nah, he definitely flogged them. I mean, he probably kept the Motorhead ones. And... Yeah. So that's that's. He, that oh my God, I need to get him on the podcast. So he had long hair. He looked like he was in well, like Sabbath or something. Yeah, he? he did. He did. But he had a lovely suit on as well. All yeah. The time he had to, to dress. A great, great Brummy accent. I think he was from like Stourbridge or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need to we need to find out uh, where. Should, he... should we move on? Are we? <laughs> yeah, we <better> <laughs> My concern is this in the background as well. Yeah, we I can don't hear know about it. Some... Um, should we go that way? Oh yeah, of course we're going to go that way, aren't we? So we're I, head... I think we've seen, we've seen a lot of this. Um, we've seen a lot of this park. I like the posters. I think the posters look cool. I mean, I can see what they're trying to do. I feel like it's been. Actually, is this Joe over here? This looks like it. <laughs> I feel like it's not been a complete success, but I don't no. want to be the typical Birmingham person who goes, oh, what a load of rubbish. Well, that's what you always read in the Evening Mail, isn't it? Whenever anyone comes up with any idea, <laughs> yes. the immediate reaction from everyone is, I don't like it. <laughs> this is <laughs> not what I want. It's not what I want. This is normally something they're not comfortable with. Um, right, now, please, uh, it's a bit oh, loud yeah. around here, but... We're crossing, we're crossing uh, what's this road called? Hopton um, Road or something? St Paul's Road? Uh, possibly. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've ever done a crossing a road bit. Podcast. Well, that's we're because gonna, we're going to walk. Actual parks, Chris. Yeah, we're gonna, well, this is better. Well, this, Jesus, I've got to run over that. Uh, this is, um, I think this illustrates Birmingham well. There's a lot of roads. There are, and the park that we've been to is not a it park. It is a road. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> so, a road they've turned into a exactly, strip of AstroTurf. And we're going to do, um, yeah, getting to another park involves going on a road. And actually, the other park is surrounded by a road on, on all sides. So Now, of um, course, this is, I mean, where we're going, we're fairly close to where we used to work. Shall we? Have you still got a key card? Can we get back here? Uh, well, as, as the Birmingham Post and Mail building is now just a car park. It's a car park, of course. It is, and I've often parked on one of the levels and think, is this where my desk used to be? Yes, can you park where we worked? Probably, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, like in terms of spatial awareness, like psychogeography, you probably, you might get a little, you'd park, you'd get a little shudder. Because you'd be like, oh. I remember. I remember um, writing. Talking to Simon Pegg about Shaun of the Dead. Did you do that? Yeah, I I did. We were talking about this yesterday. How come. You got to interview Quentin Tarantino, yes. Simon Pegg, Danny Boyle, Danny Boyle, Steve Coogan, Steve Coogan uh, Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers, Stuart Lee, 
like lots of people. And I got to interview <laughs> We Are Scientists. <laughs> so I don't know how, I'd forgotten just how many actual famous and interesting people you talk to. Yeah, it, it's weird, uh, in quite a short space of time right. as well. It was like, David, you interview Quentin Tarantino. Chris, you interview editors. Yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, I quite liked. Oh, but I mean, yeah, they're good. Don't, don't good, do good down editors. Um, well, we're headed towards a pneumatic drill. Well, well, that's perfect. Isn't perfect it? for Bernie. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> it's our culture, isn't it? It's, it's going to take so much time in the edit. Reduce... External ambient noise. <laughs> What's we're shouting? Oh my gosh, this is actually going to be really, really loud. Well, let's it? move on. Let's. Um, you can cut this bit out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> I think it does give a nice taste of Birmingham, though. <laughs> I've got an idea for a podcast. It's called On Site. <laughs> And it's just a, a podcast on a building site, talking to different building workers about their jobs. Whilst. While in, in the background, incredibly loud, banging, clattering, <laughs> drills, things being dropped on the floor, shouting. Absolutely. On site, the uh, newest newest podcast coming to uh, coming to all your podcast uh, providers. Um, so I don't know quite. We're going vaguely in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a block hotel, that's new. Yes. No, it isn't. It, I think that's been there for a few years. I think Is I stayed it? there. Did you? I think you've put people there, haven't you? For Have I? No. Have you not? No, it's too far out. Is it? Aha. Okay, here we go. Here we are, we've done it. St Paul's. Hey, look, Bo- do you fancy... A, it's the home of Boozy Bakes. <laughs> boozy Cupcakes. A Boozy Cupcake? What is a Boozy Cupcake? That's a good question. Never, never seen I stay clear of the booze myself. Yeah. Because uh, you never know what will happen. <laughs> um, so. Here we are, St. Paul's. Not, are, not too far. Here from, we are, St. Paul's. Um, very, really very close to the King Kong statue, actually. We are, aren't we? This is an actual park now that we're approaching. We're going to go to a real, real park. Last time we were doing a podcast, it was. It was in a kind of similar circumstances because we were supposed to do the King Rocker film in uh, December. Yes. And then due to COVID, it didn't uh, didn't happen. No. So uh, we just walked along the canal. I think it was a bit colder, wasn't it? But it was quite amusing um, to walk along the canal and see various... Um, <laughs> Ne'er do wells. Ne'er do wells and uh, scrawling. All kinds of like weird stuff. Would you um, like a little anecdote about uh, St Paul's? No. Okay. Next thing. That's, that's <laughs> no, fine. of course. So I had to. <laughs> yeah, talk about St Paul's. I had to. I tried to arrange a screening of The Exorcist in this. That's actually really, really cool. In this. Is it cathedral? Is it cathedral? Not a cathedral. Why did they say no to that? Well, obviously there are many reasons I'm sure but yeah. they seemed initially open for it but I had to turn up here and yeah. I had to wait for the uh, relevant the vicar the, the relevant <laughs> religious leader uh, and he never turned up so what? I don't think they were very keen <laughs> that's actually really bad I thought it'd be quite fun in terms of uh, oh the exorcist being shown in yeah. an actual religious building but of course um, they were quite against that I think I think that w- I think that would be excellent to do that. I love it when they um, show films on location. I think it's uh, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, different different location, different feeling. Um, but perhaps the crucifix masturbation scene <laughs> would not have gone down well <laughs> with the congregants. You can see why there's maybe a small yeah, a small problem, a slight problem perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that would I think that would have been great though. I was naive. <laughs> but I thought it would have been a good selling point. What's this over here? Is this the ah, bull that you were telling me about? This is the mascot. Perry. This is Perry the bull. So, okay, we're looking at a bull who is wearing a <laughs> sports kit. Right. Uh, and a medal. And he's very... He's got that kind of... Uh, 
Well, it, it looks like the edge of a football, but it also looks like. Uh, but you remember blockbusters? Mm. The the kind of lo- the kind of way that the blockbusters board was laid out, um, and it's multicoloured. And it's, this this is his trail. So there's different perries across the city, I believe. We, we have sh- to find them all. We should have done the trail, shouldn't we? So if you see, I, I'm not doing that trail. <laughs> I'm <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Does it go? It's, Hold I've on. So the city a lot. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, you've done it enough. Yeah, just to find some cartoon bulls. I wonder. Hashtag pose with Perry. Ah. Maybe that's the that's the thing you have to you have to go with him. I I do. Do you like him as a mascot? I feel like he's he looks like he's fun. He looks like <laughs> it'd be a good time hanging out with him. Exactly. <laughs> if, you, the bull. if you were going to go... If he called you up and said, yeah, Chris... I'd go for... Co- Chris! <laughs> that's, that's how he speaks. Do you fancy coming you fancy on the lash? A glass of milk? <laughs> uh, where's the milk coming from, Perry? Yeah. Um, oat milk, he's vegan. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, gla- glass of oat milk. But if he I, asked you out on the lash... I would, I would, I would definitely go for a coffee with Perry for sure. I think it would, I think it would be quite fun. It, he's, I mean, he's he, he is very brightly coloured. Do you think he'd be a bit much? Do you know what I mean? Like he'd be a bit like, well, let's have a great time. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, bit mate, of, it's, it's one a.m. He's I'm not going home. I think it could, there could be elements of that. Like he's not read the room. Yeah, a bit too yeah, enthusiastic. Too much. But, too much. Yeah, but. Initially, I think it'd be fun. <laughs> it'd be one of those, those people who's quite good to spend an hour with them. And after that, you yeah, just look like, exhausted. I love too much of you. Yeah. So we need to move And on. maybe like with celebrities, it's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but no, this is nice. It's a nice nice day as well. So St. Paul's Square. Very sunny, very yeah. warm. I mean, it's not technically a park, is it? It. Um, is it? <laughs> well, then, yeah, I know what you mean. There's trees. There's trees. And there's grass. There's graves as well. Yeah. Uh, what's some tro- like tropical kind of plants? And of course, the opening ceremony was was yesterday. Have uh, you watched the opening ceremony yet? I, I saw a photo of the big bull. The big bull, yes. Um, I, saw that. Um, I heard about a few random things, like a slightly terrifying Shakespeare puppet. Right. Um, but all in all, it seems to have been well received, which is mm-hmm. good, um, as opposed to the one <laughs> they did when they handed it over. And do you remember they did a little um, dance routine? What happened in the dance routine? It was all a bit amateur hour. <laughs> was it? <laughs> it was a bit. Um, and there was a bit, that was that moment where everyone's like, the typical Brummie response was, oh no, here we go. <laughs> but or, actually. Or as Brummies would say, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Don't do it, Chris. It's not, it's not good. Um, I think my Brummie's all right. Uh, yeah, borderline. Borderline. But yes, I feel like. It sounds like the opening ceremony was a, was a success, which is good. Yeah. What's this? There is an exhibition of photos of uh, yeah, so athletes, sports, yeah, from across the uh, the city. So, Walsall mm-hmm. Heath, Erdington, Rowley Regis, mm-hmm. Sully Hull, uh, your old neck of the woods. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is good. This is more like it. So this is, yeah, kind of celebrating sports in the city. Indeed. I I feel like they have gone kind of all in on the Commonwealth Games. There's lots of of exhibitions, lots of signs. If we were still working for Metro, we would have so much content, fill the pages. Absolutely. You wouldn't wouldn't be like, you know, desperately scrabbling around (laughs) for some some random event at, uh, you know, Highbury Theatre or something. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes there was a a bit of a lack of... uh, Good cultural things to cover. Sometimes, um, um, mostly it was okay. But yeah, I feel like they've they've done a lot for uh, done a lot for the games. Uh, Some enjoying themselves. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a guy listening to a radio. What's that song? I guess we have to we have to mask it because we probably have to pay for rights if there's any music. So I don't I don't think they'll be bothered <laughs> as long as you can't make out what it is. I mean, you're assuming that this podcast is uh, going to get, be listened to anyone. Get any listeners? <laughs> this not a problem at the moment. So no. <laughs> it probably won't probably won't be. Let's talk. How many you know? How you do? How many downloads have you had? Um, there's not enough uh, not enough podcasts I think to get numbers yet so uh, okay. I think you have to do a certain uh, oh, right. a certain amount that's interesting it's, st- it's still all, it's still all very new to me well as you, as you can hear through the uh, non-professional 
the uh, fact that you don't edit it. I've, I, do you know what? I've actually started doing some editing Ooh. on Audacity. Ooh. And as I said to you um, earlier, it does remind me a little bit of um, being... Yeah, let's go down here. Being in university and doing student radio. I yes. felt like everyone started doing podcasts recently. If we'd... Like, we both did student radio. We could have... We, yeah, we kind of started this years ago. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed student radio. It was really, really fun. Yeah. I remember there was one time because I did a broadcast journalism degree. Mm-hmm. I recorded the news and had half an hour to run over to the student radio station to present the show that the news led into. So I literally handed over to myself. <laughs> so it was, yeah, I just went, oh, that's the end of the news. And then I went, well, thanks for that, David. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, if that doesn't sum up student radio, I don't know what does. I hand over to yourself. Yeah. I, that's brilliant. I love that. But yeah, it was there was a lot of freedom, and you could play around and stuff. And yeah, I exactly. No I, one. Yeah, no one. Yeah, no one was telling you what to do. Absolutely. I enjoyed using Cool Edit Pro to make <laughs> jingles and. God, we had um, like uh, mini discs and things. We had mini discs too. Yeah. And in fact, I was trying to get hold of an old episode of the student radio uh, show, comedy show that uh, me and uh, Chris and Steve and Claire. Hi guys, used to do, and the um, what was the name of the show? It was called The Future in Mono, oh. which was um, uh, a, a song title, I believe. I thought it sounded cool, but yeah, we did. Um, it was basically we were sort of ripping off the day to day, essentially. It was really that, yeah. Um, oh, what's which is oh, what's <laughs> should we go in this factory? That looks quite fun. It does look quite fun. There's like loads of metal, loads of metal things as you can hear. Metal things and <laughs> the radio playing. It's this is the weird thing about Birmingham. It's just like a factory in the middle of the city. Yeah, like a lot. still making yeah. kind of metal stuff next to the railway and next to the park. And then down here, so we're coming to under a bridge. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess some of these might be... I don't know, these might be workshops. These might yeah. be... Exactly. Let's have a look. It's... Um, Oh, you can hear that spooky feel oh, as we go nice under the bridge. Nice. I like that. We could do uh, we could do a Radio Four drama under here, couldn't we? Could. Um, the um, one time Jarvis Cocker did a, a, a show. I think it was 
BBC Six, yeah. and he interviewed me briefly when I worked at the Electric Cinema. He in- Jarvis Cocker interviewed well, you. No, let's make that clear. I've I've mis missold that. The producer interviewed me, and they made it appear as if Jarvis Cocker had interviewed the me. The wonders of broadcast. Yeah, and at one point, he, he it was weird because he wanted to be a bit. Um, it was quite an arty show, and so at one point he goes, David, where are you? David! David! And he just disappears into the echo, and that, that's what that reminded me of, going uh, under there, oh, the sort of echo. Of, that was his sh- yeah, that was his show where it was kind of ambient and a yes. bit, almost blue jam yeah, it was a adjacent. Bit. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. What that were was you, random. What were you talking about on Jarvis' show? Just the history of the cinema, really, yeah. and the old um, 35mm... Mm-hmm. Reels that are down in the basement of the which, of the cinema, which I think the the thirty five mil Instagram reels uh, <laughs> that the, the influencers made back in the sixties yes, and seventies, when yes. in, influencers had to make. If you're listening to this, but I, I, you probably won't won't realise if you're young, but in, influencers back then they made their reels on film, uh, and the film cartridges then you know it's very laborious to it to upload things upload. to Instagram. Yeah. Um, you so have to you, feed the. You had to feed the, the, film, the yeah. film into a computer. Into the internet. Yeah, and then it went into the internet, and then it became, mm. you know, an Instagram reel back mm. then. So it was, it was more, com- it was more complex to do it back then. But so they're, they're all in the basement. They are, well, I think they might have been moved, but a lot of them are all pornos. And... Did you watch any of them? No, I mean, some of their titles like wife swappers. And... <laughs> it's quite interesting. Oh, where are we now? We're on a. We're on a. Um, back to the main road. Back to the main road, exactly. Um, yeah, we t- we talked about this before, didn't we? When we, we were walking down the canal, and you were telling me about the uh, porno films um, and post the posters for them. Yes. Uh, that you uh, discovered when you were working when you were working at the electric, because it used it used to be well for for a period of its life. Britain's oldest cinema, by the way, in Birmingham. Yeah. But it used to be uh, a dirty old man's uh, cinema, didn't it? It did, but then it also showed like kids' films as well, so it was a mm. weird clientele. Kids' films in the day, and then yeah. porno in the... Sometimes the same, yeah. One, <laughs> in one screen, you'd have kids' films. At the same time? I believe so. That's really... Or at least maybe they staggered the, <laughs> the times a little. That's so... It was like... Oh, oh wow. That's very loud. That's really yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're we're yeah, we'll we're a, off the beaten track now. Have a little we? stroll through the stroll through the jewelry jewelry quarter. Um, it Pasta must the bins. It must. <laughs> yeah, a lot of bins around. A post box. Don't see those often. Um, yeah, that must have been quite. A, that must have been quite a f- uh, fun place to work. Um, yeah, it was. It was, and it, it had a good atmosphere, and, and the people who worked there were really interesting people. Yeah. So. But, you know, there were other aspects of the job that weren't good. Hey, so, which we won't talk about which now. Talk about. I, know, I know exactly what you mean. Um, <laughs> I liked the uh, secret room where there was, like, guitars and things. Yes. Um, secret room. Yeah, that was quite... Sounds a bit sinister. <laughs> it was quite cool. We're it walking past cool. the Birmingham Bouldering Centre. Wow, I didn't even know such a thing existed. This mm. is fantastic. The city's full of surprises, isn't it? It is, that's the thing. Oh, wow, it is literally a climbing centre. You can go climbing. So you can go climbing in like an old, yeah, old warehouse. Yeah. Well, there's maybe there's another. We've got the we've got we've got one podcast spin-off already on site where we we do a podcast on a building yeah. site. Don't forget Deeparkle. Deeparkle. I mean, that could be a spin-off. That could be the the bad parts uh, <laughs> spin-off. <laughs> this this one. <laughs> David's my fan. Yeah. Um, and well, the the next one would be. Uh, we you need some kind of climbing or cliff pun. Um, mm-hmm. What would that be? Uh, Come on, you're under pressure now. Oh, You've got to God. think of a, a, um, a humorous pun. It's going to take me some time. Okay, well let it let it, let well, it fester. Exactly. Maybe we, we can ins- we can insert that later. But yeah, how about a podcast on a climbing wall where you just talking to people? <laughs> you just hear them going. So if we like, what was it? What was? T- tell me about a moment in your life that was difficult. Or, uh, you know, where you yeah. learn something. You just hear someone going... <laughs> <laughs> and so I was... <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a time! <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you're onto something there. So that's three spin-offs. Oh, obviously the fourth one 
Well, we're coming. I think we're coming up to the canal, aren't we? And when we were uh, on the yes. canal last time, we were talking about my idea, for, which I have, I might do, but I, I, I don't know if it's probably a bit left field. The um, Telly Savalas <laughs> looks at Birmingham. Yes. Idea, which was which a bit maybe a bit niche. Maybe a bit niche. I, I'm obsessed with the film Telly Savalas looks at Birmingham. If you've not seen it, you should. Um, and I think uh, we, we should show it uh, show it at Mac. Yeah, maybe. Should, I think it, I've, I've heard it's quite expensive to screen these. Actually, that's that's true. That's true because I did talk to Richard Jeffs, who's um, in charge of that archive, and he quite rightly jealously uh, protects uh, and guards <laughs> guards the Harold, crown jewel. The, yeah, the Harold Bay archive. Uh, but he also he also does great great work promoting it. So. Hi, hi, Richard. I think we have sort of ended up sort of where we did the last. We have actually, sort of where we started the last one. We have everything is circular, isn't everything. It? Well, this is what I was this is what I was trying to say last night as well. Um, what the screening we, of King Rocker? At uh, the screening of King Rocker, us about to start rambling, launching into a rambling anecdote, which was one of those when when you ask for. Uh, Q&A's and people say well this is more of a comment than a yeah, question yeah exactly and Stuart Lee sort of um, stared you down he was Stuart Lee was staring he was staring if you've ever tried to to, un, to unleash an anecdote while Stuart Lee is staring at you is it, is it tricky <laughs> no bless him I, I love Stuart it was, it was he a, was great it was yeah. great to, it was great to meet great to meet him and great to uh, great to talk to him but I was, but I think he was like, I was, you can stop this anecdote. I was slightly intimidated. He was just staring at me. I was talking, but but the but the the thing that I wanted to say, which I do think has I do think it has merit, is this idea of like circularity. Well, I mean, we've we've just kind we've of gone in, yeah, we've yeah. literally just gone in a circle without thinking about it. And I feel like you get this a lot in life, and you have these like random connections. And I guess the point I wanted to make last night was um, how with. King Rocker, which is about the Nightingales, there's these connections to other, mm. other musicians, and um, uh, yeah, we well, I had this thought about uh, Lawrence from Felt. You, mm. you, I was not familiar with Lawrence. Yeah, from very, Felt. very um, big in the eighties. He's another Midlands guy as well. Mm. Um, Felt had some quite uh, quite good songs, and I would, and I was actually going to mention that in this rambling, rambling point about circularity, and then Stu said that when him and Michael were in the King Kong Park someone had said to Michael are you Lawrence from, from, Felt. from Felt because Mike, does Michael look like him um there's a maybe a tiny oh okay yeah maybe, maybe, maybe a tiny someone uh, having a bit of fun <laughs> exactly but yeah I think that, that just that just goes to prove I, I do think you can see a lot of connections something's taken David's eye and it's the Jam House the Jam House now Known for being Jules Holland's Jules Holland's place of residence, boogie woogie. I thought he lived here, didn't he? So, bands coming up include Red Lemons, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Civil Wrongs, which I'm not it's okay, and Loose Ends. <laughs> so, an interesting collection. But you know, I've, I've had a few nights there of. Uh, well, look who's at the top. Very though. entertainment. Who? Where? Look at the top one. Trojan Celebration. No, below that. Oh, Brum Beetles. Yes. <laughs> the Brum Beetles. Maybe they do... They Admission do... free, of course it is. <laughs> that's the only one that's free, isn't it? Um, Maybe they do... Yeah, uh, pretty much, yeah. They do uh, sort of Brummy, brummy takes and Beatles songs. Uh, yeah, I remember, go- I remember going in there. It was always a bit fancy for me. Yeah, it's, it's a bit fancy for yeah. both of us. I think we, we were more at home in Snobs. We which were. Which was mentioned on the, uh, on the King Kong Park poster. Was yes, and the the academy, the exactly. old academy. David, do, you, do do a rambling anecdote while I have a drink. Okay, well, the old academy uh, where we once DJed, of course, uh, we pulled a few strings as metro journalists and ended up uh, DJing when I'd never DJed before in my life in the main room, and were just subjected to people going, "Can you play some drum and bass?" <laughs> and it's like. And then they told us off for effectively creating a mosh pit because we played a bit of Rage Against the Machine after something else quite furious. I think we got banned for playing Rage Against the Machine, didn't we? Well, yeah, I mean, they did tell us to you need to play a nice song next. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the other people were like uh, slightly threatening drunk people asking for drum and bass. So yeah. it was an interesting evening. I loved 
uh, that. I, I will I will pick you up uh, on one one aspect Ooh. of your of your memory. It wasn't the first time because ah, we did yes. we did some uh, DJing in um, the Sunfire Lounge before. The, indeed, you're right. Of yep. course, yes. No, With you're uh, right. that legend that is Paul Cook. Indeed. Um, and do you do you remember when we DJed when we first DJed at the Sunflower Lounge? Um, Paul, who is a Birmingham music legend, um, showed us the ropes. He showed us how the CD machines were. This was back in the days of CDs. I remember carting a big box of CDs there into the academy. Um, and he told us about the bar. He said, do you want a drink or anything? And then he reached behind. We'll walk over the road to the Away from the loud. He, <laughs> he reached. I don't even remember this. He reached. He, got, he went around the back of the bar and he reached under the bar. And he pulled out a pool cue and he said, do you remember this? No. He said to me, if anything happens, <laughs> this is here. And he brandished the pool cue. That's amazing. I don't remember Do you that. not remember that? No. That will, I will never forget that. Paul Cook waving the pool cue around. So I knew that if anything happened, uh, if people got overexcited or... You could pull that bad boy out. Yeah, we could pull out a pool cue, exactly. Just deal the beating. Yeah. But yeah, so we were talking about this like idea of connections and circularity. I feel like that is actually quite a big thing. You do have those connections, and you do. yeah, we you know we're walking where we did the uh, we did that podcast where we were talking about Teddy Savalas looks at Birmingham, which is as it would suggest a film where Teddy Savalas looks, looks at at Birmingham, despite never having visited it. Yeah, well, and the, and well, then the question in the podcast is, did he ever visit it? And the which answer is, is no. <laughs> so there's not much of a podcast there. David is convinced <laughs> that he never did. I I think if I, I talked to Richard Jefferson, I think he told me that he might have a photo. I think he had a photo of Teddy Savalas in Birmingham. I think he'd a done photoshopped image, <laughs> <laughs> green screen. Yeah, green screen. Exactly, exactly. So, but we've yes, yeah, circular. We've, we've returned to Perry. You mm-hmm. can see Perry over there. Exactly. So yeah, back in back in St Paul's Square. This is a nice place to to finish this. Let's finish off exactly. Um, if anyone's interested, uh, David's uh, one of David's jobs is programming films at the Mac and you've Ooh. got so many cool things coming up yeah some great tell things. people who you've got coming to the cinema in a couple of weeks well in about a month's time we've got Pam Greer Pam Greer is going to be the coming legend to Mac in Pam Birmingham Greer, which so is brilliant that, isn't that cool uh, so we'll be screening Jackie Brown and mm-hmm. also Coffee one of the original black exploitation classics mm-hmm. that she was uh, uh, she was, uh, a, was it? I think the tagline is something like a chick with drive you don't take no jive I mean on that <laughs> Obviously, saying That's... it in my voice is awful, but um, what voice was that? It was just a middle class, <laughs> awful voice. Uh, so it doesn't work as well. But that, yes, that will be brilliant having mm. her here. And then possibly we've got the Italian director Dario Argento will be coming. Mm. Uh, the director Peter Strickland, who, if you've ever watched Barbarian Sound Studio um, or The Duke of Burgundy, he directed mm-hmm. those. Very cult director. Barbarian He's, Sound Studio is very good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and we've got the TV festival in November. Square Rise TV people. Festival. Yeah. Yep. There so, are some really big names coming to that festival. Yeah, isn't there? yeah. Really, really cool people. And just a very, very on exciting. Midlands Productions. More exactly. Midlands TV production happening now, thanks to Mr. Yeah. Stephen Knight and his TV studios. Who did the uh, opening ceremony he did. last night? All who, very circular. Who are you most excited about uh, who's appearing at Square Eyes, David? Who's, um, the, who, who's the one person you know what? <laughs> you're most excited about? It might be Matthew Corbett. Matthew Corbett yeah. from Sooty Sooty fame that's it's brilliant uh, that is because last year we had Zippy mm-hmm. so we had Ronnie LeDrew who, who was mm. the original Zippy and so now I thought well how can we beat that let's have Matthew Corbett and, and the, the current owner of Sooty Richard Cadell mm-hmm. are both coming to do look at some old classic Sooties from like the 70s and 60s yeah so so that's quite exciting that sounds amazing yeah. I'm going to make sure that I stay on Oh, and you're, you might be doing. Oh, was that what you were hinting at, Chris? <laughs> Chris might, might be doing something. Might? Well, I mean, you know. Oh, I, thought it was written in, I thought it was written in blood. Well, Catherine O'Flynn hasn't replied yet. I so, know. And she's, she's the name. Catherine's the name, exactly. Catherine, where are you? <laughs> so um, let's wait to hear from her. It's going to be it's gonna But be you'll great. be, yeah, you'll be delving through some old news footage. Yeah, my, uh, when I was writing my book, uh, my novel set in Birmingham, I just watched all this... Uh, <laughs> 
anything that was set in Birmingham and it was a lot of like really random local TV lots of ATV and Gangsters as we were talking about which is an underrated classic before we go David talk about Gangsters and the um, the fantastic series yeah Um, I got the DVD somewhere but Mm. I mean it was made in the 70s Mm -hmm. it was actually filmed in Birmingham BBC Pebble Mill yeah and it started out as a fairly gritty look at um, crime on the Birmingham streets and as the series goes on, it becomes more and more bizarre and yep. surreal. Surreal. The fourth wall is oh, then broken. So ahead of its time. That last last few episodes. Yeah. The writer himself is Tony Martin, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Literally turns up playing W.C. Fields at one W.C. Fields. The writer <laughs> plays W.C. Fields, who in, he, he just barges his way into the show. Yeah. And, and then, then at the end... The last scene... Yeah. Of the series is Tony Martin writing the last scene. He's writing the last scene in a hotel in India or something. Yeah. You see him writing. And then it pulls back and don't you see the crew? I think you see the, you cr- see the, the crew. You see the crew and then you see they're in a TV studio making television. It's, it's so, unbelievable. It's unbelievable like, that they just got away with that at that time. Yeah. It was, I mean, this was 1970s when things like that on, on BBC. This is on was BBC not, One or something. Yeah, yeah. It was so surreal and. Mm. So it's a really fascinating series. I'd love to do an event around that eventually. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's just an example of the history of... There is a history of Birmingham television that's probably not Definitely. as celebrated as it should be. Well, when, and when we do our sitcom uh, slash film, should we set it here? Um, well, you've, you've been told quite um, unanimously that you should not set mm. anything uh, locally. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I have had that feedback so you've got to make it sort of generic which is really disappointing mm. actually because I feel like that's not where things are going no and I think yeah and I actually like things that are set in a place exactly and I think it would be fun to do something yeah there. I think so I, I think so and I think with, now there's more happening in terms of production I think there is eventually there will mm. be room for something like that um, just as long as it's not this awful like uh, you know Everyone's got zomboat. Extreme, yeah, zomboat, <laughs> which I was telling Chris about on ITV, which wasn't awful to be fair, but it was yeah. a bit of bit mis, misjudged. It's a, a canal boat going through Birmingham during the zombie apocalypse. It's uh, it's high concept, uh, low mm. rewards. <laughs> <laughs> so like but, this podcast, perhaps. Um, but I think there, there, yeah, there is the potential to do something great. But again, yeah. it's it's just getting through the sort of sort of bias against Birmingham. I think. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should just set it here. Maybe we could get some Birmingham production money or something. And absolutely, yeah, you, you you get on that. Sort that out. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Right, David Baldwin. But it's so funny saying your name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for talking to me on the podcast. Thank you, Christopher you... John Bean. <laughs> Have you got a middle name? Uh, Paul. 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 David Paul Baldwin. Why do I think we even know that? It's hard to say that, David. David Paul Baldwin. Yeah. Did you not know that? I didn't even know your middle name. No. Your parents have made that quite hard to, yeah. to say as it well. It is weird, isn't it? I can't yes. realise that David Paul Baldwin. Blah, blah, blah. Have you enjoyed the podcast? I have. I always enjoy uh, talking to you, Chris. That's very I always enjoy when it ends. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get that. <laughs> Okay, that's the end. Bye. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that episode of Park Date. Um, There's lots more where that came from, and there'll be more in the future as well. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review. Um, Good or bad, make them funny. I'll be reading out the best ones and there'll be a prize for the one that makes me laugh the most. Name check some trees in your reviews and leave them wherever you get your podcasts from. Check out our website, parkdate.co.uk and um, if you see me walking around in the park, come and say hello. I think that was the sound of someone sneezing. Um, Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. And lastly, we'd like to thank Renison Hotel Birmingham and Staying Cool Birmingham for their help making this episode. So we talked a lot about uh, TV and films, didn't we, today, David? 
We did. Um, yeah. And we did a little wandering around um, one fake park to another real park. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the circularity of it all as well, because we, we have done a sort of circus. We've walked around. We have. Um, and life's... Life is circular in many ways, don't you think? That's what I think, definitely. Well, we're here in a graveyard, aren't we? I can see this gravestone over here. Um, That's right. Hold on. It says, here lies David Baldwin, died 2021. Well, that's my name. What? David? 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 David! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.